You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The death toll in the latest KwaZulu-Natal floods has risen. Another four people are still missing in areas north of Durban. This follows a level two warning by the South African Weather Service of disruptive rainfall and thunderstorms. From this, we're joined on the line by the South African Weather Service's forecaster, Lishokhanolo Tobela. Lishokhanolo, thank you very much for your time with us uh, on SAFM. Good morning. What can you attribute recent weather patterns across the country to, and particularly the torrential downpours in Guazulu Natal? Good morning, and thanks for having me. Yes, I think the past week or so, we've been having just the different types of weather. Some being severe thunderstorms that result in heavy rain and leading to flooding. In some areas, resulting in some hail, and in some areas, it's just naturally um, tropical moisture. So, in the past days, I think the past week, we would have uh, tropical moisture from the tropics, which is bringing much more of uh, more conditions for rain to be conducive, especially over the northeastern half. But with what we've seen is that with as much as we had typical moisture that's helping and promoting the rain or that or what we've been seeing as heavy rain over some parts, um, this is also accompanied by thunderstorms which were developed over the central interior, which then when they move over areas which there was already rain, it resulted in some flooding and with waterlogged roads mm-hmm. it then resulted in the infrastructure having um, not been able to contain the situation. Mm-hmm. And in particular, um, in, in Guazulu-Natal, um, really have seemingly hard as hit the uh, the incidents of, of people being swept away um, and, and the increase in the, the death toll as well happening there. What, what, what perhaps can we attribute to what we're seeing in Guazulu-Natal in particular? In Guazulu-Natal, we've seen that the weather extremes that are expected with the El Nino season have really, really made cause some damage, especially because it's in the eastern half and it is also adjacent to the Pacific Ocean and some areas over the ocean areas that are used to measure uh, El Nino and Nanina. So with that happening, weather extremes have seen lower. They're shown to have extremely increased in terms of the uh, occurrence in terms of the eastern part, especially with the severe thunderstorms that have been happening. If it's not a tornado, it's hail, if it's not hail, we see such conditions as a storm that brings a lot of heavy rain, which results in some flooding conditions. So with Kwazimata uh, being the eastern part, and Pumalanga, some parts of the eastern half of the northern northwest, as well as some parts of Free state eastern areas and Gauteng and not leaving out some parts of Limpopo, they've been experiencing some weather extremes throughout summer. Can we expect uh, these conditions uh, over the next couple of weeks? How, mu- how much longer? For as long as we're still in summer and in El Nino, we get to experience much more of the extreme weather conditions, especially over the household areas in the eastern parts. Um, with this happening, it depends on how the seasonal forecast suggests what it is. For now, expect you that uh, the El Nino thing, uh, El Nino atmospheric conditions will um, start going into a neutral state. 
but some some other climate uh, forecasts are still suggesting that El Nino will be strong into winter. So for as long as we're still having uh, conditions that are not as neutral as what we want in an atmosphere, we're still yet to see and receive much more of the rainfall. And let's say for the latest or rather more of what summer is yet to bring, we're yet to still see more of the extremes in the eastern half. Mm-hmm. Are these... Uh, patterns, these, these weather patterns, the, the, the occurrence, the magnitude, uh, you know, the timing, the duration, is it becoming a lot more predictable? And if so, how, how perhaps might these uh, tools, statistical techniques being used, right, to, to understand what's likely to happen or what is happening, how might they be used in, in, in places like KwaZulu-Natal and we keep focusing on them because of um, really the devastation that that province has, has experienced? But how might uh, um, everybody really use it to be better prepared for, for these extreme, at times extreme, weather conditions? I think as you stated in terms of the how how well they used it. it I, I'd say they used well because I mean think of what you said. We issued uh, warnings for disruptive rain and some parts of it and the storms. We say that then it helps in detecting this thing before it happens. And then when then it's just an observation in terms to uh, matching it to the impact day warning that we sent out and to be measured in terms of before it prior for, to it being happening, we also issued warnings to show themselves. The system that shows that uh, these warnings are yet to happen is actually working and is helpful. And in part of the early warning and impact-based warning, the main thing is to help the community be aware of the warnings that have to happen prior to it happening um, in terms of the time then which then allows for you or other residents and public people to have time to evacuate the air. So in terms of how useful it would be, then it's the reason that's why it's sent out so that the rest of management is better prepared in terms of how to mobilize in terms of the areas and where the impact is expected. So it helps in terms of how people should prepare, whether to evacuate the air or to stay inside doors when it's thunderstorms, or it is definitely to move away from the air. It all depends on terms of the severity. But in its occurrence, yes, it's in summer, and we're expecting much more of the storms to start of the eastern part. Extreme weather is starting to really uh, be over uh, par in terms of uh, the occurrence and the severity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you spoke about the magnitude. Magnitude of the steams, um, severe thunderstorms, seems to be very aggressive with this kind of the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Lishakonolo Tobela is with the South African Weather Services and is a forecaster there. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.